Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. Alright, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And this is one of our monthly trailer roundup episodes. Every month at the beginning of the month, Jason Harris from Awesome Movie Year joins me so we can talk about a whole bunch of movies, doing the whole puzzle pieces format, but just one or two puzzle pieces each, just so we could kind of get a look at what is coming in the coming month. And today we are talking about a whole bunch of movies that are coming out in July of 2021. So that is coming up here in a second. Before we get to the conversation, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed to Piecing It Together wherever you listen to podcasts, because as you'll hear, there's a lot of movies coming out, and I have a feeling that we're going to be covering a lot of them this month. We might do even more than... This is technically a once-a-week show. A lot of times I end up with two episodes a week. I could easily see there being a few three-episode weeks this month because there's just a lot of movies coming out. I already have a few other episodes in the can as well, which i got to fit in somewhere. So, uh, yeah, lots of episodes coming your way. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like what we do, you can rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. And you can follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join the Facebook group Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. And last but not least, don't forget we do have a Patreon, the Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where I combine content from this podcast, from Jason's podcast, Awesome Movie Year, which I produce, and uh, for my music career. So lots of great content on there. I'm going to be posting some stuff from a film I recently scored very soon. Uh, and, of course, advanced episodes of Piecing It Together, bonus content all around from everything I'm involved with. So lots of great stuff over there. It's patreon.com slash Rosen. If you like what I do... Uh, maybe throw a little support that way, or you can just share the show. That's always awesome when you do that too. Rate and review, five stars, all that stuff. Also get in touch. Let me know what you think of the show. I love hearing feedback. We've been getting a lot of great feedback lately, and I, uh, always love hearing from people. So let's get into the conversation. We're covering maybe, I don't have a list in front of me at the time of this recording, maybe the most movies we've ever done in a trailer roundup but it is july and we know that july is a huge month for movies so that kind of makes sense so let's get into it because we got a lot to talk about let's talk about some trailers all right jason harris is back with us to talk about some movie trailers jason how's it going oh baby it's 700 degrees out here in las vegas and that's 10 degrees cooler than yesterday. So I'm feeling good. Yeah, it, it's it's awful. It is so terrible. I could just sit here and just complain for the rest of the podcast, honestly, if I wanted to. Um, I hate it. You know, that's uh, that would be such a wild format for a podcast. Just people just complaining. People that's bitching. crazy. Yeah. This is, this is has anyone done that as a Yeah, Has anyone done that as a <laughs> podcast before? Well, we're going to look at some trailers for July. But as we do, we're going to... First, take a quick look back at the trailers that we covered in our June episode and just quickly uh, talk about if we've seen those movies yet. Starting off, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. I'm sure you didn't see this. You're not really a big horror guy, huh? No, and no one seemed to really like it. It's terrible. It's really bad. Even Gina, who is a big fan of this series, said it's the worst one and one of the worst movies she's ever seen. So there you go. All right. 
Yeah. Uh, moving on to Awake, which I did not think looked very good, and I never got around to watching it. Did you see it? Nope. Don't even remember what it was. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. It's the Netflix one where, you know, I can yeah. sleep and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. Nope. Exactly. Keep going. Nope. Nope. Moving on. In the Heights, the movie that unfortunately disappointed at the box office, but was a lot of fun, I thought. Did you like it? I did like it. Uh, It's a little too long. I think that form works better theatrically, but I liked it. And uh, I'm, I am shocked that there's controversy over something like this. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine that in this day and age. It's hard to believe, but uh, yeah, hopefully more people discover it. It's a fun movie. Uh, Next up, Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which came out the following week. And I, also didn't do very good, but for some reason, nobody talked about how it didn't do very good. Isn't that surprising? Um, how about <laughs> nobody should just talk about it at all, and we can move <laughs> on with our lives? The, this movie is still the, uh, if I'm really bored one day and I've seen everything else, I'll probably watch this one day. But I, I can't imagine that happening anytime soon. Uh, moving on, Luca, which is our most recent, at the time of this recording, episode of Piecing It Together. Uh, the latest Pixar film. Did you like it, Jason? I I loved it. It was yeah. my favorite movie this past month and probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite all year. What a pleasure to watch this thing. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, I, I know you don't mind the whole streaming thing. I wish this was in the theater, though. I mean, it's a beautiful movie to look at. I think I would have liked it even more. Yeah, it would It would be fun to see in the theater, but I just enjoyed, I enjoyed it for what it was, how it was presented, and... Um, you know, it's not as messagey as a lot of other Pixar movies, and right. I thought that was nice, you know? Yeah, much lighter and just uh, just a fun little movie. Uh, next up was the Sparks Brothers, uh, the documentary about Sparks, which is uh, in theaters right now. I saw it. You have not seen it. I think you've been turned away by the length, huh? I can't believe it. So two hours and 21 minutes. So that's now a three-hour venture at least that I'm going to see this documentary. And I want to watch this um movie but why why is it so long dave i i you know i don't know i I don't know and i really enjoyed it but you feel every minute of it it is a very long movie and i really don't think it needed to be uh but their music is just so damn fun and they're just such fun characters um i definitely think you should force yourself at some point i'm not i don't even need to force myself it just doesn't feel like something i need to go to the theater to see so sure i will watch this in the comfort of my own home in my undies. Nice. All right. Next up is Fatherhood, which just came out on, uh, was it Netflix? I don't even remember anymore. I did not watch it. Uh, I didn't watch it either. So Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think I'll get to it. The Ice Road. Are, did you finish it? I know you started it. Oh, the Ice Road. <laughs> Why? We love you, Liam Neeson, and we love your movies, but you've already made two better versions of something in this setting Mm. don't do this to me liam neeson come on i'll make whatever i fucking want thank you liam neeson (laughs) it's really bad it's really horrible dave did you finish it i i didn't even start it no i i i there's too much other stuff to watch i I don't think i'll get to it anytime soon yeah it's just funny because this was one i was really looking forward to no i know yeah that sucks but they can't all be winners i guess he pumps out like what two of those Grizzled old guy action movies a year. Like, you can't get to them all. It's just funny that, like, you know, he's he was always playing, like, American working man. But <laughs> talk like this, what part of America am I from? You know, and it's like <laughs> truck driver, you know, farmer, done wrong or something like that. So. Oh, he's a treasure. Uh, next up, False Positive, another movie that just came out this weekend that also is getting kind of trashed like the Ice Road is, but I'm still planning on giving it a chance sometime in the next couple of days. Yeah, as you said, I have too mu- I got too much to do, Dave. I'm a busy guy, so like you, you are know, a busy guy. Yeah, I like I will, if it was getting great reviews, I'd I'd check it out. But even friends of mine who have seen it are like, nah. Nah. Yeah. So, yeah. That seems to be the uh, the thing, but I'm going to check it out. Uh, and then next weekend, still coming out uh, at the time of this recording, is Zola. Uh, it is opening in theaters here in Vegas, so I am going to the theater to see that. I cannot wait. Cool. I'm still interested in seeing it as well. 
So let's move on to July. We have a lot of movies to cover. Obviously, it's the summer. There's always a lot of movies in July. Let's start off, though, with coming to HBO Max on July 1st. No Sudden Move. New Soderbergh, who I know you love. Uh, Big stacked cast. Fun little catchy crime thriller. What do you think about this trailer? I'm really excited, man. It looks like, you know, Soderbergh in the Soderbergh wheelhouse. What he does best are these kind of... uh, grizzled yet humorous uh, crime movies. You would say maybe that's what he does. He's so versatile, right? He does so, so many different things, yeah. Yeah, and this, like you said, the cast is like another one of these amazing casts he's put together. This is good, and it's going right to HBO Max, so that's just how you're going to have to watch it. I'm I'm ready. I'll probably watch it the first day it comes out, if not right after that. So Yeah, and he's hit or miss for me, but I mean, this definitely is a trailer that grabbed me right away. It's it's all the things I want to see in this kind of movie, especially like we've already mentioned this cast. I mean, Don Cheadle, Benicio del Toro, Julia Fox, Brendan Fraser, Noah, so many people in this. Um, It just keeps going on and on. Kieran Culkin, Kieran Culkin, um, you know, uh, John Hamm. So yeah, 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 yeah. It 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 looks like a lot of fun. Uh, What do you have for some possible pieces for this one? Well, I mean, when you see, um, well, when you see Benicio and uh, Don Cheadle together, you have to go back to another one of those. Soderbergh movies, Traffic, so that's the first one, which is one of the best movies of the last 25 years or so, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought to get this type of cast and to do it just as a streamer, I was like, well, that's the Irishman right there, sure. you know? Yeah, right. And uh, lastly, I wanted to say, because they're like, are they criminals babysitting a woman while a crime takes place, or are they protecting a woman while a time cr- takes place? That Rachel uh, Brajnahan movie that came out last year, and I hope I pronounced her name last right, uh, last name right. I- I'm your woman. That was my third. Okay, yeah. I mean, it definitely has a, a vibe like that. I would say for sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, traffic definitely a good one. I I would just say you know Scorsese in general, uh, Tarantino even um, a lot of that like kind of like fast paced, quick, catchy dialogue. You know, uh, in a in you know in the midst of a thriller with a big huge cast. And then I'd also include one other piece, a movie we both just rewatched recently called Payback. It seems like we're we're dealing with a criminal done wrong who then has to go work his way up the investigation, uh, the uh, you know corporation that, that did him wrong, the syndicate. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, but in this case, we've got a whole team of porters instead of just one Mel Gibson. So yeah, uh, I didn't love the rewatch of it, but that's okay. I think that you're going to, we're both going to need to, maybe we'll do like a, I don't know, breaking it apart or something. I don't know. But we both need to rewatch the theatrical cut and see if it's as good as we remember. Because I I do, I do think the theatrical cut is a better cut than the director's cut. Right. And we both watched the director's cut recently. That was what I was saying that. So there you go. So Next up, Summer of Soul coming out in theaters on July 2nd. It's directed by Questlove and uh, is a documentary about the Harlem Cultural Festival in 1969 happening basically the same time as Woodstock. Uh, what did you think about this trailer? Oh, I'm there. I'm all the way in on this. Such good oh, music. Yeah. First image you see in the trailer is Nina Simone, and I'm like, count me in right now, you know? <laughs> um but it's Nina Simone, it's Sly and the Family Stone, it's Stevie Wonder, it's, you know, Mavis Staples, uh, Gladys Knight. I mean, what what could you not get from this musically that you would want? It looks great. And uh, like you said, it's about this festival that took place and was recorded but never put out there. And uh, I'm sure the music, the performances are going to be great. So, um You know what's a really good uh, movie that maybe people haven't seen that's kind of a documentary about, you know, I'm not going to call it a festival, but it's similar in that vein, was uh, Dave Chappelle's Block Party. Sure. That's a really good one. So I put uh, put that there. And then there's all these documentaries about, you know, forgotten bands being refound. And uh, the one I chose for that was a band called Death. And the last thing was documentary from last year where they're talking about using art and culture and abilities that you might have uh, that other people might not have or differences. I shouldn't say art and culture using your differences and your specificities to your advantage to change the world. And that was Crip Camp. Sure. Absolutely. Um, You know, as far as those uh, shining a light on, you know, bands that 
you know, nobody really seems to remember. You can go with the Sparks Brothers, which just came out. But, um, you know, obviously the Woodstock film itself could be a puzzle piece here. Um, I would say the big resurgence right now of festivals. I mean, it seems like every month there's a festival happening. I think that that it's so like in the public consciousness right now, music festivals. I think that that is a... Uh, a, a big inspiration here. I also had Dave Chappelle's block party on my list as well. Um, and, you know, aside from that, I was also kind of thinking about what Peter Jackson has been doing lately with just taking this old footage and kind of, you know, rediscovering it, recutting it into something new and something fresh. And so uh, just maybe his approach to documentary filmmaking. Right. And that Beatles thing now has gotten so... Uh, Peter Jackson-y that it went from a feature film to yeah. a six-hour miniseries, which uh, we're not complaining about. I think that'll be very good. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun for sure. So uh, coming up next on Amazon Prime on July 2nd is The Tomorrow War, directed by Chris McKay, starring Chris Pratt, J.K. Simmons, Betty Gilpin. Um, it's set in the future where there's a war going on and they have to send soldiers back in time because they need more soldiers. So it's like a a uh, time draft of sorts. Uh, what do you think about this trailer? Uh, hey, uh, oh, that's yeah. really, uh, <laughs> I, I had uh, the same thought on this one. <laughs> hey, Dave, I really want to mention really fast. The reason we both watched Payback quickly was because we covered Point Blank, which also could have been a uh, piece in that trailer from uh, No Sudden Move, which is going to be in our 1967 season of Awesome Movie Year. Check it out. As for Tomorrow War, I don't know, man. What is Chris Pratt doing? Has he kind of, you know, topped out or bottomed out? I'm not sure here. Um, my pieces here are obviously the Terminator, when you think of wars and warriors uh, from different time periods having to fight in the present. And then I put Tenet because it looks like it's going to confuse me as much as that did. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, 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 those are both great pieces. I'll also add in there edge of tomorrow, Doug Lyman's really great, uh, Tom Cruise starring, uh, sci-fi actioner where it's all a big time loop. This is a little different because it's time travel, not time loop, but same similar kind of vibe to it. And, uh, yeah, doesn't look very good. Um, but, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Next up, in theaters, July 9th, finally, I guess, for people who love these Marvel movies, it's Black Widow. It's directed by Kate Shortland, uh, starring, of course, Scarlett Johansson, also Florence Pugh, Rachel Weitz, and David Harbour. What do you think? Are you excited? Um, well, first of all, it looks like David Harbour is about to be our star of the summer, right? Because he's got Seems this. like it. He's in another movie. We got Stranger Things coming out. He's, He's in the Soderbergh movie, right? Yeah, there we go. So, I yep. mean, Scarlett Johansson, Florence Pugh, that's that's great already. Um, I got to say, like, as much Marvel fatigue as I have, like, I'm kind of excited. The preview looks really good. One, early feedback has been really good, like, as far as reviews go. And it'll be nice to see a big popcorn Marvel movie in the theaters again. So, I'm going to go the opposite way of what you might think and go, yeah, let's do this thing, Dave. You know, I'm nice. in on this one. So, um, That's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, I always think Black Widow because of her origin where, you know, she's trained as a covert operative for another country originally against the Avengers. Does that sound right to you, Dave? Was that a fair explanation? Something like that. Yeah, it seems about right. Yeah, so I always think of The Americans, the amazing television show that uh, everyone should watch with, uh, you know, those those guys, Carrie Russell and that other guy. So who's very good, whose name... Yeah. Uh, he can't. is very good, and I don't remember his name either. Yeah. Um, there's a scene in this where she's just kind of floating through the sky, uh, like she jumps out of an airplane or something, and that was mesmerizing, and that brought me to Mission Impossible Fallout, which is maybe my second favorite action movie of all time. And then the last one I thought of was... Remember that movie Salt with Angelina Jolie where she was like, you know, trained to be a bad guy and then had to kill all the people who trained sure. her to be a bad guy? Those were the three that I got on this one. That, yeah, that absolutely works. I would also add in there Red Sparrow, the Jennifer Lawrence uh, Russian hit woman, you know, spy thriller thing that didn't do very well. Uh, of course, 
digging back into Scarlett Johansson's, you know, previous films. You got Ghost in the Shell and Lucy, uh, both of which hit or miss. But, um, you know, she she's proven that she can do this action stuff, you know, before the MCU started. And then also this does seem to be like a prequel to the events of, of the whole Marvel uh, Infinity Saga. And so I, I just thought of how uh, the Wet Hot American Summer sequel series, they were all playing younger versions of itself. So I just thought of that, too. All right, I'll, I'll let that one slide. Matthew <laughs> Reese is his name on the Americans. I knew it was a Matt name. Yeah, I just couldn't remember the last name. All right, let's move on. Netflix, July 14th, Gunpowder Milkshake. Starring Karen Gillan, Lena Headley, Angela, uh, Angela Bassett, Michelle Yeoh, Paul Giamatti. Um, just this, one of these insane over-the-top action movies with a bunch of people kicking ass in slow motion and looks pretty damn fun. What would you think of this? Uh, it, meh. It yeah. looked meh to me. So, That's um, surprising. It felt, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, do you need... Do you need to watch the movie after you've seen the preview, or did you get the whole movie there? Right, that's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that. So, um, but you know, they're like in a library or a bookshop, and they're opening books, and there are guns in there. You need to read an Emily Dickinson, blah blah blah, right? And it's like mm-hmm. whatever. So that kind of felt like The Kingsman to me, which I do like The Kingsman a lot, where it's you sure. know we're in a suit shop and we're outfitting you with uh, all these. Uh, guns and then of course when you think of badass female empowerment ass kickers you got to go to kill bill so that's where mm-hmm. i'm at on this one Absolutely. and also some of the sequences look like uh lighting schemes might have been uh influenced by uh by uh kill bill like the crazy 88 stuff and everything sure absolutely yeah i had both of those on my list as well kingsman kill bill the whole revenge is a dish best served cold you know that's kill bill all the way also the outfit that the main girl is wearing reminded me of ryan gosling and drive so i'd throw that in there as well plus yeah it's funny because you said that i was thinking baby driver in there which is you know kind of similar to that as well so absolutely yeah i don't know i i i I agree with what you said there um about do you really need to see the whole thing but i think i think i'll be watching that one i mean i'm gonna give it a chance for sure but it's like i don't know it just sometimes it's like it feels efforted to make something cool. And that's where I'm like, man, you're really working really hard to make this thing cool. Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, a movie that doesn't need to use too much effort because it's got Nicolas Cage in it. And so it could just do whatever the hell it wants. Basically. Um, pig is coming out July 16th, Nicolas Cage, this guy in the woods who used to be a famous chef, I guess. And he has a pet pig and it goes missing and he tries to find it. what do you think about this trailer? Oh, count me in 100% on this one. Like, yes. And it looks like Nicholas Cage is acting and not just being crazy man. Yes. Here, right. Absolutely. But I actually tried to watch it. No- I think there's really only one trailer out and I tried to watch different versions of trailers. Cause I'm like, this is so strange. And what I appreciate about this trailer, as opposed to the last one we just talked about is like, it barely gives away anything. Total mystery. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm so excited for this, you know. Um, obviously, Chef is the first movie that comes to mind where, you know, you think of someone kind of or the the last big movie of a of an artist uh, as a chef and who's very takes his work very personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Jiro Dreams, Dreams of Sushi here, you know, which is you know, a must-see documentary about the same type of subject. And mm-hmm. I also thought Black Swan, because of the obsession with the craft and the art. And uh, if I was going to name a chef that this reminded me of, because as you know, I'm a food writer, I'd mm-hmm. say look up Marco Pierre White, who was uh, one of the first, I think, three-star Michelin chefs in Britain and then just kind of, like, burned out and went to the countryside. Now he's, like, more of, like, a hotelier but uh, he's an interesting character for sure. Okay, cool, cool. Well, uh, I like that you you focused in on the food angle of this for sure, uh, which is going to be an interesting aspect of this film. 
I thought that this movie, we, we talk a lot. It seems like every month when we do these trailer episodes, there's at least like two movies that we could use John Wick as a puzzle piece for. Oh, it seems like you do that every month. Well, let's be honest. Here. We I say we could do that, both of us. This is like the anti-John Wick. It looks like it is taking a similar concept of the pet going missing, but not going for full on just, you know, hitman over the top violence. And so- yeah. We'll that's see how fair. that plays out since, like you said, we really don't know where this is going to go, but um, that's kind of what I see. And then I also thought of Leave No Trace um, as a guy like living off the grid and can go back to the regular world at any time. It's not like he's uh, you know, hiding out or anything like that, but really kind of just chooses to live this lifestyle uh, out in the woods. I think this might be one we're both there for on like opening day, if not opening weekend. Absolutely. Next up... Die in a Gunfight, coming to theaters July 16th, uh, from director Colin Shifley, uh, stars Diego Bonetta, um, Alexandra Daddario, and Travis Fimmel. Uh, I don't know any of these names I just <laughs> Alexandra Daddario was from uh, True Detective Season 1, and she's okay. been in a lot of movies. I think she was maybe the Baywatch movie or something, but she's been in a lot of stuff after that. Okay, so. yeah, i definitely seen her name before, but uh, yeah, th- this this... Looks like a another fun, you know, kind of over the top action movie. What do you think about this? Uh, I I actually had the opposite reaction to this that I did in uh, the other gun gunpowder uh, the milkshake milkshake one. one. Where at first I was like, what? And then as I watched more of this trailer, I was like, yeah, I'm invested in this. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's these, you know, two families, the Hatfields and McCoy style, right? And mm-hmm. uh, they have these. Uh, ongoing uh, quarrels forever, and uh, you know, then then two of the young kids uh, get together and uh, fall in love, and you know, I don't know. I, I think there's this thing called Romeo and Juliet that no no one probably knows. It's a very obscure thing that uh, yeah probably has never been used as an influence on anything else. So this is very original, but it does feel a little Baz Luhrmanny. This movie, so sure. you could even go more specific as Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet, and then. Uh, the other one, which is a great movie, and I think you really like, is Blue Ruin. Uh, our friend sure. Jeremy Saulnier, who uh, we've never met, but we did cover <laughs> on uh, Awesome Movie Year once for Murder Party. But Blue Ruin's his first, like maybe breakout movie, and that's about yeah. um, two families, you know, who have uh, who have uh, ongoing wars with each other from a long ago affair, and uh, it's great, and everyone should watch that. That's a great piece. I hadn't thought of that, but yeah, that is that's perfect. That's a perfect fit there. Um, and such a great movie. Um, the of course Romeo and Juliet, so obvious, but on my list as well. And then uh, the other one I had was Martin McDonough's Seven Psychopaths. Um, just this kind of nonstop, fast paced. Each new character you're introduced to is just more ridiculous and over the top and violent and funny than the next. Um, and yeah, I, I agree. This is. You know, of these kinds of movies, this is the more interesting one uh, this month. And so I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, I am too, uh, as opposed to Martin McDonough movies, which I'm usually not. But I will rewatch In Bruges one day. And if I like that, I'll go back and watch Seven Psychopaths again. But uh, usually not a fan, in case you're wondering something about me. I, I, I wonder lots of things about you, Jason. Yeah, ask away, Dave. <laughs> How excited are you for a new Space Jam movie? Look at you, Segway <laughs> King, man. You're crushing it. Uh, the answer uh, out of uh, 1 to 100 is negative 37. <laughs> Lucky for you, I already have someone signed up to uh, guest on the episode, so you won't have to watch this or anything if you don't All right, want but to. I want but... Pig. <laughs> okay, no problem. Uh, but yeah, Space Jam, A New Legacy, coming to theaters July 16th, directed by Malcolm D. Lee, produced by Ryan Coogler, starring LeBron James in place of Michael Jordan. Uh, Don Cheadle's also in there, and of course, all of the Looney Tunes, and looks so bad. I, I, <laughs> is there anything like, do you have anything positive to say about this trailer? Um, do I have anything? Uh, the animation looks okay, right? That's a thing, so. yeah. There you go, that's yeah, something, yeah. There we go. 
I, I would say I would say it made way for some great memes. Uh, the, those ones where they inserted extra, like more ridiculous even than the Clockwork Orange characters in the background of, of the uh, the scenes. But yeah, uh, this so, movie looks uh, insane. I, I, I'm on uh, uh, IMDb looking it up right now, and uh, uh-huh. I think it's got six screenwriters and four story credits on there like oh boy it's gonna be horrible so <laughs> um, but i'll uh, probably watch it because um as you know we did cover first space jam on awesome movie year 1996 mm-hmm. um which i think was an audience choice they really wanted us to do that and then also my daughter likes space jam so i gotta do it you know yeah. but um it's gonna be garbage you know <laughs> garbage oh. factory what do you really got bad. for pieces for it all right i got space jam no i don't uh okay i got for space jam oh tron because they get stuck in a cyber world for a minute and then they sure. go to a looney tunes world because that makes sense and then um wreck it ralph because that's an actual very good version of like people getting stuck in video games and stuff like that mm-hmm. the old grandma here, i'm gonna go way back now the old grandma who's like by the way, what a unique thing—a trash-talking, bebopping grandma, <laughs> old white lady, right? So, breaking um, new grounds, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire style, which was good. Uh, do you remember the Grandma Ma commercials with Larry Johnson when he actually played that character? Sure, sure. That was kind of fun. I wanted to just bring that up. And then the last thing is like they're bringing in Looney Tunes and Hanna Barbera and uh, the Iron Giant, and that reminds me of that really fun cartoon in the 80s uh laugh olympics where you were where they were always having like yogi bear versus magilla gorilla versus dick dastardly versus you know el kabong and that was super fun so those those are all memories i'd rather uh relive than um watch this thing (laughs) sure absolutely uh i'll throw in there ready player one because that already did the whole thing of bringing all these these uh ip and characters into a big jam-packed special effects spectacle uh and isn't great but i'm sure is better than what this will be uh, the other one I'll throw in there is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I felt like Don Cheadle seemed like he was channeling a little bit of George Carlin's Rufus uh, in in his character here in this movie. I would actually say Bogus Journey makes more sense with the kind of obs- uh, uh, odd places they're traveling. As I guess you could use straight both. back in you know time. Yeah, you could definitely use a little of both for sure. So uh, yeah, I I don't even know if I would call it. Uh, looking forward to but um i'll certainly be seeing that movie at some point snake eyes gi joe snake eyes uh july 23rd in theaters starring henry golding um a spinoff origins movie which i didn't even know this was a series that was still active to have spinoffs of um i'm a little lost on this one jason are you a fan of these movies I kind of like that. I didn't see any of them. I obviously played with the toys and watched the cartoons growing up, but I didn't watch any of the movies. But when I was watching this preview for like the first two minutes and 15 seconds, I'm like, what does this have to do with G.I. Joe, right? Right. And I kind of like that. Like, it's like they're rebooting the whole thing at a very, very uh, uh, distant level from what we know G.I. Joe to be. So it kind of sold me i'm like all right maybe this maybe this could be a thing some of these action sequences look cool and um yeah i'm kind of interested i mean when we think of like a reboot where you know people have to travel to uh foreign lands to learn these uh, fighting skills immediately i think of the new mortal Kombat from this year you know Sure, sure um and then um X-Men First Class, because that's my favorite of those origin story superhero movies. So I went there. Okay. Those are interesting puzzle pieces for sure. Um, I don't know what to make of the story here, so that's a little hard to like kind of pick up on. I guess we'll see. I definitely am looking forward to this. I think the action scenes look incredible honestly and uh i like henry golding i think he's uh he's a good star um as far as pieces i already brought up john wick today but i'm gonna bring it up again but specifically john wick chapter john wick chapter three which as you know is my favorite of the series um you know the john wick movies are obviously inspired by asian cinema but um you've got the uh the kind of like beautiful neon tinged cinematography and just 
just crazy over the top stunt work. Um, I, I think that that third one really is the tops for that kind of thing. The other thing I thought of are the most recent entries in the Fast and Furious series, where in theory, this is the real world these characters are all in. Yet they're basically acting like superheroes in their abilities and what they can do and uh, just how insane it all is. And that's what I connect with. That's why I think it looks great. Okay, but the new rule for the next two months is you're not allowed to bring up John Wick on this show. Hey, that's Hollywood's fault if they want to make another <laughs> No, John that's Wick your movie. fault. I mean, that's fair. You can blame Hollywood, but go go a little deeper next time. Go a little deeper next time? Okay, I'll try. I'll try, guys. All right. Next up, delayed since last year, it's Jungle Cruise coming to theaters July 30th. The Rock and Emily Blunt and Disney trying to bring the Disney ride to life in a big, huge, fun family adventure. What do you think of this? Um, delayed because of the pandemic, not because of right. you know filming problems. Um, it, it actually looks fun. And I'm like, what? Like, again, this doesn't seem like something I want to see, but I'm going to go see it and I'm going to bring my daughter and it. It looks pretty good, you know? Like, yeah. uh, what, what's going on with me? I'm really nice today, Dave. I don't like it. Maybe you're just excited about going back to the movies. I, don't I know. do like movies. Uh, obviously, my first puzzle piece is John Wick. <laughs> yes, <a> joke. of course. <laughs> um, no, I mean, look, it's, uh, you know, this is what Disney does. Ooh, ooh, that's a ride. Let's, let's do something with that. And this almost looks like blueprinted from Pirates of the Caribbean, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, you know, we go there and then, uh, you know, these kind of adventurers and, uh, explorers looking for some type of, you know, uh, mythical, uh, in this case, plant that's going to change medicine. And that's Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark or Temple of Doom, anything without the fuck-ass monkeys from Crystal Skulls. So. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Uh, yeah, and I don't know, when's the last time you watched a Pirates of the Caribbean movie? Probably the second Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> okay. In the theater. I, I recently, um, I, I, I go to EOS Fitness as my gym now, and uh, they have a cinema room where you can watch movies while uh, on various cardio equipment. And I saw two of these movies at the gym uh, just recently. It was my first time since the theater, too. And they really are a lot of fun, especially those first two. Now, when you're in this theater, when you're in the cinema room, do you, are you there the whole time? Because that's a two and a half hour movie. Did you right. watch the whole movie? I did not watch the whole thing. No, I, I watched about uh, an hour of each one. And, but that hour, I mean, and I could see how two and a half hours is way too long for any of these movies to be. And hopefully Jungle Cruise isn't two and a half hours. But they are a lot of fun, though, while they're happening. And um, I guess it is a good blueprint to try to follow for them, to try to make another fun, you know, action adventure movie like this. I mean, uh, and it's nice to see The Rock do something that's, you know, you know, already imprinted IP or franchise thing, because he's always taking risks making all these original films. Films, and he never gets involved with franchises so it's right. nice to really see him go in a totally opposite direction than what we've seen the last 15 years of his career be a hundred percent right sort of um <laughs> uh so yeah no this, this looks fun and then uh to bring up brendan fraser again who's in uh uh no sudden no moves. sudden move yeah. yeah the the mummy his mummy movies it reminds right. me a lot of those so yeah Brent, so brendan fraser's having pirates. a year yeah, 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 we love Brendan Fraser. Well, I know that's exciting. Great know? to see him back, and he's going to be in uh, the new Aronofsky movie, which I think is in December, unless it's uh, next year. I think it's mm. in December. But uh, yeah, very excited for this, though. Even though, it, like you said, it's not normally the kind of thing I'd be sitting here claiming to be excited about. Yeah, I'm not very excited, but it's... I'm very excited. I can't All wait. Right. So, uh, next up is Stillwater coming out in theaters July 30th. Tom McCarthy's first dramatic film since winning the Oscar for Spotlight, if we don't count Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made. Uh, <laughs> which has been discussed that awesome movie here because we did Tom McCarthy episode on The Station Agent, which is great. Go see that movie 2003 and listen to our episode. That's right. Uh, stars Matt Damon and Abigail Breslin. Uh, he is a blue-collar oil rig worker who travels to Europe after his daughter is uh, jailed for a murder she says she didn't commit, and he's trying to find a way to get her out. 
Uh, what do you think about this one? Not really sold on it, but um, I'm going to watch it and I hope it's better than the preview. I agree. It's not a great preview, but um, I like everyone involved and I'm kind of rooting for it, even though it's not really a great preview. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of like Taken without any of the action. Yes. <laughs> right? I'm going, to, I'm going to go get my daughter without doing that. And then, uh, do you remember, man, talking about the 80s, I always remember the Sally Field, uh, a movie i never seen, but the commercial for Not Without My Daughter, where she's like, you know, an American woman in Iran, and like, she needs to get back to America, but not without my daughter. And I'm sure yes. if we watched it today, it would be so racist. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. I wouldn't doubt that at all. I don't remember if I've ever actually seen it, but of course I'm aware of it. It's like one of those classic titles for sure. Yeah, the, the I, I, of course, had taken on mine as well. Uh, the other thing I thought of, uh, a movie that I don't remember if I actually saw or not from 1999, Broke Down Palace with Claire Danes and Kate Beckinsale. Remember that? Yeah, oh, I didn't God. see it either, but I yeah. do remember it. I, I, in, in looking up to see if my memory, you know, was good and, and, uh, and it really was about, you know, uh, Americans that get jailed in a foreign country and someone trying to get them out. I found out that the the guy who's trying to get them out is named Yankee Hank. And I think that fits for the the Matt Damon character here. I don't know what his name is, but it seems like it could be Yankee Hank. Yeah, so. if it was Yankee Hank, I'd be less interested in watching that. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the last movie of the month. This is a big month. So many damn movies. Yeah, uh, exciting. I know, it's great. Uh, the Green Knight, July 30th. This was one of my most anticipated movies of last year. And of course, the pandemic delayed it. Um, it's A24. It's a fantasy adventure, which they're not really known for putting out movies like this very often. Directed by David Lowry. There's a talking fox in it. It looks insane in the visual department. I am very excited for this. Yeah, uh, who's King David Arthur Lowry? What's he, what's he done? He did uh, A Ghost Story. And ah, he did Pete's yeah. Dragon, which I've actually not seen. And he did Ain't Them Body Saints. Wow. Yeah. Ah, this is, could be a thing here, huh? Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yes. He's good. Well, you know, any, anything King Arthur-y, you know, uh, you can choose your project of a King Arthur thing, you know, mythic-y, quest-y, stuff like that. And I know you're going to mention a movie so, uh, that we talked about uh, already. So I'm going to say Game of Thrones. It's got that whole feel of Game of Thrones. and you know, he, uh, it's the preview's wild because he be beheads this like Groot looking type character. And then yeah. the, the Groot character just holds his head and he's like, one year from now, we will settle this. And then it's like one year later and he's got to go on the quest. So, um, you know, I kind of, that's where I kind of got that Game of Thrones thing. But, uh, you know, hey, you want to watch Talking Fox, you can also watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a good piece right there. I like it. Uh, also, by the way, I didn't mention Dev Patel as the main star, and he's great. I, I always love uh, Dev Patel, so um, it'll be an interesting role for him. I think the thing you're hinting at is Lord of the Rings, which, of course, right. we covered um, on both Piecing It Together and Awesome Movie Year. Definitely, I think, an influence here. Um, also, I would go with the films in general of Guillermo del Toro, especially Pan's Labyrinth with the creature design and um, especially that guy who you just gave us a really great impression of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of my best for sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I, maybe a little never-ending story in there as well, which of course that, we mentioned on the Lord of the Rings episode. So. And on the Lord of the Rings front, doesn't that character also... That Groot character looked like one of those talking big trees from Lord of the Rings 2 from the Two Towers. So absolutely. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm I'm psyched for this movie. I cannot wait. Um, but yeah, that is our July. And of course, there's lots else coming out. I mean, the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, old, we we didn't include. Of course, one you brought to my attention this morning, Ass Clowns, colon <laughs> constipated. We didn't uh dig into how can we miss that? Oh, yeah, there's uh, not even a preview of it. So <laughs> And that Anthony Bourdain uh, documentary, which I hear is very good. So. Oh, I can't wait for that. That's going to be a heartbreaker for me. But Yeah, uh, lots, like lots of good stuff coming. But, hey, uh, Dave, when you go see The Green Knight, will you dress up as the beheaded tree man? <laughs> I will try. <laughs> I will definitely try. That'll be some good content for the socials. <laughs> I would so... like one ticket for The Green Knight to see now, not a year from now.
So, Jason, uh, since the last time you've been on the show, you started something new, didn't you? I did, Dave. We have a new podcast out there. It is a food podcast. Uh, I, As we mentioned here, I am a food writer, have been for probably over a decade now. Had a few food TV shows on the air at one point in time, and by a few, I mean one. Um, but uh, it's me and uh, another food journalist in town, the great Al Mancini. It's called Food and Loathing. And uh, we deep dive into the Vegas food scene into every week. So I think it's a cool podcast. I hope you guys give it a listen. Find it wherever you got your podcasts. And give us some feedback. If you like it, great. If not, tell us what we can do better. Of course, Dave, my other podcast, which you are a part of, Awesome Movie Year, currently on the 1967 season. And uh, that's season eight. We're going to do uh, another year for season nine. And then we have something a little crazy planned for season 10. That's me and film critic Josh Bell. We're at Awesome Movie Year on all the socials and uh, obviously Awesome Movie Year. Just look it up uh, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jason Harris Comedy, Facebook, Instagram, J Harris Comedy on Twitter. Awesome. Well, Jason, as always, thanks for being here. And uh, maybe we'll do that Soderbergh movie and maybe Pig. And uh, either way, I always love having you on the show. Yeah. Yeah, Dave, it's fun. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'll take those two movies. That'll be fun. Tired of the same old sports podcast where two bros just bro out about football and hard seltzer? Yeah, me too. That's why I got my two bros together and started LA Confidential, where we talk about the Rams, Chargers, and at gunpoint the Dallas Cowboys. But we don't bro out, and there's not a single can of hard seltzer in sight. Just three best friends having a nice casual conversation like you would over beer. Sure, we'd go into the NFL, but we also talk about memories we had with each other, embarrassing stories, family revelations, and whatnot. Okay, maybe you don't like football. We also talk about the Dodgers, Lakers, Clippers, Bruins, Trojans, and whatever LA sports news might be going on at the moment. Oh, you don't like sports? That's okay. We apply our same casual but analytical attitude towards Marvel, DC, movie trailers, movie casting, award season, and we even do top five rankings and recommend good stuff to watch every week. We're LA Confidential, the chillest podcast about LA sports, part of the LAFB Football Network. Listen now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's LA Podfidential, part of the LAFB Football Network. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation about some of the movies coming out in July of 2021. Thanks, as always, to Jason Harris for joining me for that one. Uh, as always, I got to remind you guys, make sure you are subscribed. There's a lot of podcasts coming your way in the month of July, and there's a lot of podcasts that's been posted recently. Uh, we've we've done episodes on so many movies and uh, so much uh, so much great stuff. We also have a special episode coming up soon, uh, probably be next week with Jason's awesome movie here co-host Josh Bell. He will be joining me to talk about our top 10 lists at the mid-year point of 2021, and uh, that, that's going to be an interesting one because it has been kind of a strange year, but we'll get into that when uh, me and Josh get together to talk. Uh, but anyway, yeah, make sure you're subscribed. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod, join our Facebook group Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, and of course, don't forget about that produced by David Rosen Patreon. It's patreon.com slash by David Rosen. If you really want to support what I'm doing with all these podcasts and my music and everything else, uh, maybe go subscribe over on the Patreon. Otherwise, just the fact that you're listening is awesome. You could always rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser with five stars. That's awesome. And you can share the show with your friends. The more you share it, the more people are going to listen and that makes me very happy. So let's close this thing out with a piece of music like I always do. And it's the summertime. So I'm going to play something upbeat, huh? What should I play? Uh, I'm going to go with a track from my album, A Different Kind of Dream. This is a song called Invisible. It's one of the most upbeat tracks from any of my albums. Just very upbeat and dancey and... Uh, if you're out there this summer, hopefully vaccinated. Uh, if not, continue to wear a mask. But uh, if you are vaccinated, do what you want. Thank you for getting vaccinated. Uh, but if you're out there partying and stuff, you know, I figured I'd play something upbeat. So here it is. This is Invisible from my album, A Different Kind of Dream. We'll be back when we're piecing it together coming up real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.